Compassion, trust, courage, innovation. The values of Temecula Valley Hospital. We proudly present TVH Health Chat. Here's Melanie Cole. If you have a stroke, getting medical care as quickly as possible can help prevent death or minimize the lasting effects of stroke. So it's really important for you to know the signs of a possible stroke and learn your risk factors and identify what you need to do if you or a loved one is suffering a stroke. My guest today is Dr. Branco Huisa. He's the stroke medical director at Temecula Valley Hospital. Dr. Huisa, I'm so glad to have you with us. Tell us what is a stroke and are there different types? Uh, thank you for the introduction. Uh, well, a stroke, uh, there are two types of stroke. One is uh, what we call ischemic stroke and is the most common form. happens about 80 to 85% of the time and is due to a, a blood clot. Uh, the blood clot goes and uh, blocks one of the arteries of the brain so there is not enough blood flow to the specific part of the brain and, and symptoms happen. Um, then the second type of stroke is a uh, what we call hemorrhagic stroke, which is a bleed that happens inside the brain and is due to a burst of one of the arteries of the brain. And uh, the, the blood leaks into the brain and uh, there is some uh, what we call edema or increase of pressure on the brain due to the blood. What kind of symptoms people have when these two conditions happen um, is usually they, they get weakness on one side of the body, uh, the face can uh, look droopy. The speech can be uh, slurred. They cannot comprehend sometimes what uh, other people are saying. They look confused. Uh, they have troubles walking. Um, other symptoms like numbness, uh, double vision, and headaches can occur as well. It's interesting. So tell us who is at risk for a stroke. And I know that there is an acronym that we use be fast or fast, and I'd like you to tell us those symptoms so that people can recognize them. But first, tell us who's at risk. Um, people who are at risk is, uh, well, uh, basically we have risk factors. Um, risk factors for a stroke, the most important risk factor is uh, hypertension, having high blood pressure. and uh, People who have sustained high blood pressure for many years uh, what the blood pressure does is damage the arteries. Um, uh, the brain uh, is very sensitive uh, to changes in blood pressure. Um, these arteries uh, can break or they can develop some plaque and clotting uh, due to constant uh, high blood pressure. Um, the other risk factors include um, having high cholesterol, uh, lack of uh, physical activity, smoking, um, those are uh, and having diabetes uh, or, or elevated sugars. Those are the classic uh, risk factors for a stroke. So then, tell us about the symptoms that we might recognize, so that people know and are aware. Mm -hmm. So the symptoms are usually, um, I mentioned, is having uh, problems with speech. First, uh, patients are not able to to comprehend or to um, to talk. Uh, the other problem is weakness uh, on one side of the body, uh, numbness on one side of the body, or the other uh, problems with balance, walk. Sometimes very intense headache can be uh, related to a, a bleed on the head. Um, 
Sometimes these symptoms are difficult to recognize uh, by the patient or the person who's suffering the stroke. And uh, most of the time it's somebody else who is noticing that. The reason is that uh, it's happening in the brain and uh, the weakness and the numbness doesn't happen actually in the muscles or the nerves, but inside the brain. So uh, it's hard for yourself to recognize something wrong is is, uh, happening on your own brain. So um, it's very well known that even doctors or scientists who study stroke um, having a hard time to recognize their own symptoms when they have them. Well, it is certainly difficult. Should somebody, if they recognize those symptoms with that acronym FAST, should they call 911? Should they try and drive their loved one to the hospital? Why is time so important, doctor? And what does the EMS have the ability to do? Yes. So from that acronym that you mentioned, the last letter is a T, tough time. And uh, time is at the essence for stroke. Um, the, the fastest you get somebody into the emergency room, the better the outcome for that patient. We do have some therapies that can um, act quickly on the blood clots and uh, sometimes in the bleeds that the patient has. Um, the brain gets damaged very quickly, so we need to act as fast as possible. We can remove the clots with medications. Uh, one medication uh, that uh, we have is called IVCPA, uh, and that's a medication that we use within the three hours, and we can push it up to the 4.5 hours sometimes, and that medication uh, removes clots from the brain. The other one uh, is a um, small surgical procedure in which we advance a catheter through the groin of the patient. We advance the catheter through the uh, body and the neck and up to the brain, and we remove mechanically uh, a, a large clot that might be causing the stroke. Um, again, to, for that surgical procedure, the best outcomes occur in patients who are treated fast, um, usually within the six hours. Uh, once the, the, the stroke is established, uh, it's very um, difficult to, um, to get a good outcome. Um, and uh, our therapies usually don't respond. So it's really all about the time factor. So tell us a little bit about what happens after. If you can do TPA or you do a mechanical thrombectomy, tell us what is life like for someone after that stroke? Well, after the stroke, there are two uh, essential things that doctors work uh, on patients. One is that we try to understand the cause of the stroke and prevent further stroke and complications from the stroke. Uh, and the second is uh, the body itself starts a process of recovery from the stroke. The brain tries, what we say, to rewire after the stroke happens. And um, what we offer is uh, some rehabilitation therapies that improve that recovery process. So we have, after the stroke, uh, a rehab process and, uh, that we help with, and then a prevention, what we call secondary prevention, to prevent complications from the stroke and new strokes. Uh, the recovery phase usually takes one or three months uh, uh, initially, uh, and that's the rapid phase, and then there is a slow process or, or slow phase uh, that goes up to a year from the stroke. So as we wrap up, please give your best advice to preventing a stroke in the first place, but what you want people to know about recognizing those signs because time is brain and getting the help that they need as quickly as possible. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so 
stroke is a is an emergency. Uh, is is a happened is a very disabled condition. Uh, if you see somebody or, or if you notice you're experiencing sometimes a stroke, slow speech, loss of vision, weakness, numbness, problems with your balance. Uh, you need to call nine one one immediately and uh, call uh, and come to the emergency room at the Temecula Valley Hospital. We have. Uh, an excellent group of physicians and all the last technologies to provide uh, an acute uh, emergency care for patients with a stroke. And, uh, and we can reverse the symptoms if the patients present early with our therapies. Um, so uh, time is at the essence, again, for preventing a stroke. Uh, important to uh, go into your primary care doctor, take care of your, your blood pressure, take care of your diabetes, and try to get uh, your life close as possible to that, to a healthy lifestyle. Thank you so much, doctor, for joining us and giving us such great information about the ways to prevent a stroke and what happens and the symptoms so that we are well aware. That wraps up this episode of TVH Health Chat with Temecula Valley Hospital. Head on over to our website at TemeculaValleyHospital.com for more information and to get connected with one of our providers. If you found this podcast informative, please share with your friends and family and on social media. It's so important that we all learn these signs together and be sure to check out all the other interesting podcasts in our library. Physicians are independent practitioners who are not employees or agents of Temecula Valley Hospital. The hospital shall not be liable for actions or treatments provided by physicians. This is Melanie Cole.